Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, Coach. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. I'm so excited you decided to join. Before we jump in, I'd like to do a couple things. First of all, listen to our other podcasts. Go over and check out High School Hoops, 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast, the Funnel Down Defense Podcast. You will not be disappointed, trust me. And go leave a five-star review. We love those. Also, before we jump in, um, I want to make sure I give a shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market, bar none. They are awesome. They rock the world. Um, mention Coach Unplugged, they'll give you five. They'll give you five. They'll give you four hundred dollars off. Four hundred dollars off. Um, just mentioned uh, Coach Unplugged or Coach Collins, and they'll take really good care of you. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. You know, it's something I started because it was something I wanted as a as a coach. Um, it's got everything. Um, helps pay the bills for all these free things that I put out into the world, but it's got everything that I would have wanted as a young coach, you know, from someone that's um, a high school, it's still a high school coach and has won at every level and won the state championships and been nationally ranked and all those things. Um, it was something that I thought other coaches could use. Um, and that's why we're the only ones that offer the 14 day free trial, because we want you to go kick the tires around. We want you to see the roadmap that we have set up for you to become a better basketball coach. There's nothing else like it on the world. And, uh, you know, you'll get, you get me, you get one-on-one calls and office hours and all those things with me. So go over and check it out. I don't think you'll be disappointed and let's head off to the podcast. Hey everybody. Happy Mondays. Um, I'm going to, um, this week I'm going to be talking to, uh, a, a teach hoops member about being a youth coach and some of the differences, um, that we all have as far as being a youth coach. So, um, it doesn't matter if you're a high school coach, college coach, doesn't matter which level you're at, because I think you're going to get a lot out of this. Um, so again, me just kind of showing that if you're liking these podcasts, please go subscribe and like. We really do appreciate that. 14-day um, free trial. Um, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Let's get to the uh, Q&A with, uh, with one of our coaches. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to have you introduce yourself, um, just so people that are listening, um, I put these in the community so people can listen to them. So, um, uh, so yep. So just introduce, okay. introduce yourself and then tell me where you coach and all that kind of stuff. And then we'll go from there. Okay, cool. Uh, so I guess, uh, my name's Chris and I'm, uh, I'm an elementary teacher. Okay. And, uh, I'm, I coaching, uh, youth ages or youth, uh, sixth and seventh grade for okay. the last five years. Oh, wow. So my, yeah. <laughs> okay. And, uh, uh, I'm pretty into it. 
I mean, okay. uh, I, I rode, I, I have a Wisconsin connection. I rode, uh, I walked on and rode at the Madison for three years. Okay. And I taught in Korea. I didn't know I wanted to be a teacher. And then I went abroad and taught in Korea for two years, came back and started to get, become a teacher. And, uh, I'm coaching actually in the same, uh, youth program that I, uh, uh, that I went to when I was in school. Oh, that's awesome. That's so kind of fun. I have that connection. That's very, okay. Yeah. So, so what's the hardest part about coaching that age level? The hardest part about coaching that age level for me, I don't I think I'm getting more serious about it. And the kids are, you know, they're kids. Right. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Yes. It's just like, I'm like, you know, I signed up for this, you know, in November, I've been reading lots of books and last I'm coaching an AAU team. One of my, it's just because I'm trying to like meet, you know, outside of my program, right? You know, meet other coaches. And uh, I, last week, I had uh, four kids at one practice and five kids at another. And we, we have ten kids. <laughs> right. So that's hard. And uh, so that's just hard. And I mean, it is spring, so a lot of them are playing like soccer or baseball. So I get it. But they're a little bit younger. Yeah. So I was like bringing in kids from like this, my team who couldn't play, but they could in for practice right so we could have enough guys to like play three on three and so i would work out a lot of skill stuff if you have that few kids too a lot of skill work mm-hmm. um, a lot of ball right, handling yeah, a lot of ball handling yeah. a lot of shooting. shooting so i think it's really yeah. important too at that age to for them to play multiple sports everything i've read says that's really right. important mm-hmm. but it's hard because they're being pulled in six different ways um especially the really right. good and i i kind of i kind of leave it up i leave it up to the parents and the kids right so like most of my kids that I coach in the fall and winter season there I tell them I was like I want you to play another sport but if you don't you can come play for me so most all of them play another sport at this age and then uh, there's a couple that don't and they just don't want to play basketball so so, but, so uh, what, what questions do you have for me so I have two questions my okay. first one is uh well I am kind of the last like year or two I've been like looking into like how do I get into the high school coaching ring part of my issue is I coach at a or I teach at an elementary school so I finish at 4 10 you know and the high school finishes at like 2 30 so I was just wondering if you had any tips just so like you know are you, willing, are you willing to move well that's that's my big issue I actually love my job <laughs> and, it's and I'm be- in like a perfect position so it's that's the so I teach science okay. at, at, in the elementary grades, which is like most school districts don't have that. So I, I teach science all day to K through three mostly, and I also do a little bit with fourth and fifth grade. Oh, that's cool. And my, yeah, my school district's one of the only public school districts that does that. Yeah, wow. So, um, that that, that's but, intri- that intrigues me, too. You must do a lot of investigative stuff with those little guys, too, huh? Yeah, yeah that's pretty much what I do all day. Yeah. And be goofy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And the thing is that the way we teach science education hasn't changed. I mean, anyway, we can get, that's a whole different story. Um, but anyway, okay. the whole investigative part, we're losing that. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, uh, so that's, that's going to make it tougher because there are opportunities out there. It is, for people in teach hoops that are listening to this, it's a lot easier if you're a high school coach to get a high school job. Absolutely. I'm not that sugarcoat that mm-hmm. um the it is possible i've had tons of people do it from the middle school and the elementary it's definitely easier that you're a teacher rather than a non-teacher that definitely makes it easier um is there any way you could work something out with your principal or oh god that's an, that's almost two hours though right yeah well there are some schools that do like they have they practice like five to seven just due to like gym space in the area but you know finding the right you know uh coach 
Let's say I interviewed for a position last year, actually. Okay. And, uh, uh, well, I didn't blame him. He, he went with uh, a former college player who was just starting to teach at the high school. Right. So I was just, well, you're going to take someone who's at the high school who doesn't have, uh, you know, conflicts potentially with practice time. Yeah, which makes sense. So, I mean, that's what I, that, yeah, that's, yeah. Um, so but, if, you, if you have a good teaching gig and you're not willing to move, it's going to be a lot harder for sure. Right, yeah. So Mm-hmm. yeah i would start networking too with the, with the other surrounding yeah so i would start you know maybe reaching out to some of the other you know even maybe being a fresh are you talking about being a freshman coach you want to be the head varsity coach well i i don't think i uh maybe one day varsity coach but i i've never actually like been taught i've just kind of like learned everything my because i'm teaching at the youth level and right. i played in high school and then you know i have like other athletics but i've never had like a coach or like worked under a coach or been an assistant and which, you know even is, being is, like a sophomore coach yeah that's what you want that that's what you want to look for initially. You want to look for a right. freshman or That's sophomore because then you can because it's it's um there's a huge difference between moving one seat to the left is what I always tell people. Being an right. assistant or freshman coach is a lot different than being the the guy that's running the entire program. Like the varsity coach is right. running everything. You know they're in charge mm-hmm. of they're in charge of their assistants, the entire program, all that. So that's what I would I would if you're serious about wanting to be a high school coach and maybe definitely not wanting to move out of the area, then I would look for a freshman job. People always look looking for freshman coaches especially ones that have any experience and that's how you get your foot in then you can learn I mean I've had I've been under like four or five head coaches and I learned a little bit from each one of them you know that's you know that's where you, right. you learn from you know other people or you learn from books or you learn from watching mm-hmm. or you learn from talking but it's like the, the one of the best ways to learn is actually see someone else do it like how do they run their program what do they want me to run offensively what do they want me to run defensively? so that's that would be the that would be my that would be my step is I would start looking for those because those jobs will open those freshmen so would you like would you like email like i would, I re- I would reach that's out it. to everybody in the circle area that you think you're possible right. and say hey here's my resume here's what i've done because i get these all the right. time and i just you, to okay. be honest with you we don't have an opening but i print them off i put them in right. a file folder because i never know when an opening is going to ha- happen and then you know i'd really have someone that's interested and someone's not interested right. you know, no one's becoming a freshman high school basketball coach to become rich so you know they're doing it because I mean, they love, it's you know. just more for the challenge and, yeah it's you know, the love of the game that. and the challenge and all that that's why people do it yeah so that's what i would do definitely reach out and and and, okay. and even to the athletic truck because it, it's not like you're sending this thing and saying i want to be the head coach i'm saying hey i'm looking right. to coach <laughs> right. you know do you have a, if or when you have any openings i'm super interested here's what i have done here's what i here's why i'm interested you know here's my cover letter right. blah, blah blah they'll trust me every ad will be happy to have that do i uh include i mean i probably wouldn't include the fact that i can't start till later i mean unless i i wouldn't include any of that until until after they're like oh we're interested in you and then i would just say here's here's my cover letter here's my resume i'm interested you know i've been coaching for x years this is what i want to do um and yes there'll, there'll be some doors opened with that 
Trust me. Okay. And they might even say, hey, would you be interested in running my, and I've done this with some of my people that I, that have, you know, there's got to kind of be a little bit of test. Hey, you want to run my summer program? You want to coach my, or because I can't coach them in the summer. Do you want to be able to do that? Blah, blah, blah. So there's all sorts of opportunities. Okay. Well, doors will open. You know, you want to come work camp. Okay. You want to do this. Um, so that will give you some opportunities. I think that will be very helpful for moving, moving you toward that window. Well, I have another, uh, that, that was helpful. Uh, okay. But I have another, like, uh, so one of my big challenges just at the youth level, uh, uh, so I, my school district is, uh, but I, not that I teach them, like coaching, we're pretty good and we get a lot of talented athletes. Okay. So now I'm starting to like play like some of those top teams in like sixth, seventh grade. And I'm, I'm a big believer in like motion offense. And, uh, you know, I, you know, I don't care if you like, and I'm trying to get all the kids to shoot and, you know, just to attack. How do you break down the motion offense? Like, you know, that you're supposed to like move. I read, I listened to your podcast, like read and react. And I was just like, at the youth level, would you give them like, say like four rules I'd give them like two rules I'd give them like two rule podcast I think the first rule is pass and and cut to the basket and then everyone else fills the spot Um, and then my second one would be if you uh, something was screening, probably screening away. So if you don't get it on that cut, then you got to screen somebody. I would make it super simple. You know what? And again, this is where it goes to what 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 do you value as far as an offense? Do you want them to be able to shoot threes, which probably not at that age, you probably don't. Do you want them to be able to attack the rim? Do you want them to be able to screen? Do you want them to be able to cut? Do you want them to be able to free up and get open and get a shot? So whatever you value, I would make two rules around those values. Actually, I have a number of kids who can shoot the three. It's just really surprising in the last couple. That's a big change since the first couple of years that I've okay. shot. I think they just shoot the three more. You know, they, they shoot more jump shots. And then, uh, so, I mean, the big things that I value are we want to get as many layups or just open shots close to the basket. And okay. then oftentimes, like, we'll see zones. Like, unfortunately, that's like every team we play, they zone us. So we're either attacking layups or we're like driving and kicking for threes. But my big issue is a lot of times the kids will just stand around right. the perimeter. So 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 maybe your two rules are if when when you have the ball and you pass it, you cut. And the second one is you don't stand for more than two seconds. That way, and then then you can talk about well, what are you going to do if you're not standing there? You can go screen. You can cut opposite. You could back. You know, you could flare cut. You could um you could replace right. the you know you could replace someone that just left. There's all sorts of things that you can do, but you can't stand here. Like if you're standing still for more than two seconds, you have to go screen somebody or you have to cut away, um, depending on what kind of motion you want to run. If you want a motion that's cutting toward the basket, then you don't want them cutting toward the basket. You want them cutting away But whatever. You can come up with those specific rules. But, you know, in our three minute conversation here, I think the two rules are cut to the, if you have the ball, you better do one of two things. You better shoot it. You better drive to the basket. You better kick it and cut to cut. So the, 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 the person that has the ball has a set of rules and then everybody else better be moving. Like you better be moving. If you're standing, you're doing something wrong. And that will get rid of the stand and I'm going to watch him drive or I'm going to watch him go to the basket because that's a very common mistake at that age that they stand. So So how could you turn that? Sorry. 
No, no, no. What I'm saying is, um, you could go maybe ask the fire teacher or something. There's like, um, there's like gym tape that you could put down and you put X's down on the floor to the spots that you want them to go to. And then when you're teaching them that moving thing, um, it's a lot easier teaching it three on three and two on two. Yep. So I guess, especially if you don't have enough kids, that's true. But mm-hmm. then, uh, th- then they got to go to a spot. Like you got to, if you're not here, you better move to another spot and someone will be at that spot. So then you're going to have to do something for them. You're going to have to back screen. They're going to have to cut out of there. Right. You know, two people can't be at the same spot. So it's kind of, it, it's like game. Right. For them. Like I got to keep moving right. and it's very effective. So where, would you start the, where would you start those three spots? I would put one at the Are top of the key. I would put two on the wings. I put one on each wing. That's what I, you put, so they yep. move. Yeah. Yep. That's kind of what I would. Yep. And then, and then depending, you can always, yeah. If you get a, if you eventually get a big, you can put a big in the high post. You can put, put both the other two on the baseline. You can kind of shift and, and put somebody in short corner eventually. But when I'm doing the three on three, I would definitely put top of the key in the two wings. And it's like very two, simple. Like, for them. When you say two wings, do you mean like elbow? Or do elbow, you mean free like throw line extended. Free throw line extended outside the three. If, okay, if you, see, that's yeah, if you want them to be able to, everything should be outside the three. The initial spot should be right. outside the three, um, especially if they can shoot okay. threes because they're going to defend them there. And then that's right. going to leave you more space. And I just, uh, I was going to say, I'd say the AAU team that I'm coaching this year, and it's a bunch of random players, so that makes it a little harder too, but that's more sporadic. But normally I have like my full team practices in the right. winter and it's a little bit more serious. They take it more serious. Yep. And the thing is, if you have 10 kids in your regular season, what I do is, okay, we're going to do this three on three. You two are going to watch the blue team. You two are going to watch the white team. And if they're not doing one of these two rules or one of these three rules, you're going to yell it out to them so that everyone's active doing it and then you can do the same thing four on four okay you're gonna have one guy out watching the blue team one guy watching the white team and then you're watching so now you got you know six sets of eyes rather than two sets you know or three sets of eyes six eyes looking at them so that that makes the kids that are not doing it because you're not going five on five they have to be communication so important every aspect of life but it's definitely important in in uh, basketball so you got to get them talking to each other and i tell them when you're running offense you can't follow your own player if you got to go move right. someone out of off the x then move them off the x you know you can grab your own player that's not a foul mm-hmm. so they like they like that there's rules or they like that there's movement it's it's yeah. i wouldn't say it's a game but it's like it's very easy for okay stop what didn't we do stop right. okay and they'll yeah. be able after a week they're gonna they'll know exactly what they're doing and what they're not doing. and it becomes much easier for them to be able to score so kind of going after your two rules just as i i yep. think i have you here for another yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, how would you? Uh, it's going to sound silly, but just the teacher and me, I don't like to use the words no or don't. Yep. How would you change that? Would you say if you're, I want to like keep it short and sweet, like two seconds move or something, or um, like that's your rule? Or, uh, that doesn't really have a snappy ring to it to me. Yeah, it doesn't. And that's what you got to come up with something really quick and easy so they can get it. Um, that's right. a good, that's a great question. Um, so you don't want to use no. Um, wow. That's just in my class. Like when I make a rule, I use, I try not to use no or yeah. So what? Or, so rule one would be if you have the ball and you pass. You if you have the ball, you yeah. cut. If you do not have the ball, you must move off your X. You must move off your X in two seconds. Um, yeah, something like that. Something like you must yeah. you 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 uh, you must so be active. Move, I like the active after two or something. Yeah. 
active after two. Even if you have the ball, you should be active after two. So that's a general rule for everybody. Like if I have the ball, if I'm not shooting it right away, and I'm not like, I only got five seconds if I have the ball and I got to dribble it or I'm going to get a five second call. You could even make it three if you wanted to. But after right. three. I was going to say, because I think on ball, definitely two. Like, I mean, you want to go right away. Yep. And then off all the, you know, I don't know. When we play all the top teams, basically what I see, I see a lot of five outs and they just stand there and then they go one on one drive, kick, and then they replay. They so do. Play a lot and if I'm doing that, I'm just, I'm, I'm, get, I'm coming off those five guys and I'm just sitting in the paint and i'm waiting for you like that's why if your guy defenses don't like people that are moving they just don't like it um so you know it's going to be tiring they're not going to be it's going to be you know you're not going to do this for a half hour the first time you do it you're going to do it for about five minutes and if they're moving they're going to be gap um yeah but i tell i always tell our guys it's like think about if you're the defender because you're going to put defenders out there i don't want to chase someone around for 20 seconds you're like, you know, you know, you're going to get open and you're going to be able to score if you keep moving and doing these things, screening, cutting. The game is pretty simple when you break it down into little pieces. Uh, but if you stand, I, I always say, if you stand, you know, my 87-year-old grandma can guard you in a wheelchair. It doesn't matter. But if you're moving, then all the people we're playing are going to have a really hard time defending you. What are some other drills that you would use to encourage uh, just the motion offense. Um, just with the even your your guys. Like, what would you do? Yeah, like, I do. A lot I'm thinking of, more two on two, three yeah, on three. I do that, and I do a lot of. Um, you got to make. You got to. You got to make two in a row. Uh, everything's a competition. So by the time right. they get to me, everything's a game. You're you're two a teacher. You can probably come up better games than I can. But everything okay. we do, we keep score, and everything we do, we, we make it competitive. Okay. Because you're only you're only dealing with boys, right? Teenage boys are very competitive about everything. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, what did I've you been have doing for that a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do. Uh, I have them shoot for the just trying to shoot from the three for like a minute. Right. Actually, I think I stole that from your uh, 15 rules from yes. uh, Open Gym. Yes. Or whatever. That was yep. great. But I've been using a couple of those. Those are really good for Open Gym because they keep it moving <laughs> and they're different. Yeah. Um, but no, I would, yes, everything is, and if, if you lose, you got to do five burpees or 10 jump. I mean, I right. make the, I make the losing minutes. It, it, it's more about winning and losing for them than it is about, yeah. I'm not punishing yeah. you because you lost. Right. I just want to say these guys, yeah, this team won. I that team won. Yeah, do you <laughs> they know? Hate, they hate push-ups in middle school. They do, and you know what I make them do? I go, okay, everybody has to do a one-arm push-up. Ready? And they go, what? And they all fall, and they can't do it, and we move on. You know, that kind of stuff. I do that with the elementary, middle school. Oh, okay, that's funny. I'm going to do that. Do yeah. one arm push Just do a one arm. <laughs> to be honest with you, probably a half of them are strong enough to do it. Balance. Yeah. It's a balanced thing with most of them. They don't have that center of gravity. Um, yeah. But, yeah, let me know if that works. All right, so um, takeaways before we got to go here. And we'll we'll do this again, yeah. Coach. But takeaways. What what are we gonna work on coming up, and what do we need to? Uh, well, mostly for me, I just I really want to like uh, two things. I think I'm gonna try to email some coaches and athletic directors. I like that advice. You know, I always thought that you know coaches didn't like that. Cause I get a whole bunch of emails from like random people because my name is on like our youth right. uh, program. They're like, oh, hey, you want to do? And I, I was, and I was always pretty annoyed by it because they're like trying to get me to do tournaments and stuff. And right. I guess that I should be more proactive. Yeah, but this is this is you offering your services. This isn't you trying to say, hey, come and I want to make four hundred dollars. Right. This is hey. Yeah. 
I want to, I want to be a coach. I want to learn. I'm willing to do, you're not, yeah, trust me. It's, you're not going to, if you do, then you probably don't want to go there if you're going to offend them because you're not offering, you're not sending an email every three weeks. You're sending an email. I'm interested. Um, Keep me in, keep me in mind if something opens up, you know? Right. Um, All right. So that's the first. My other takeaway is just, uh, I don't know, maybe making some rules and just really enforcing that throughout. I think that's something I'll try even with my AAU team, just to like keep it something simple and then, uh, trying to get them to And then then we'll talk. So I want you to keep some notes about what you think worked well and what didn't work well. And then the next time we talk, we can go over and say, Hey, this didn't work. How can we adjust it? And then you and I can kind of bang that out. Does that sound good? That sounds great. Awesome. All right. All right. You too. Thank you. Yep. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. I hope you're enjoying this. Um, Make sure if you want to hear more, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. If you want to hear other podcasts, go over and check out High School Hoops and Teacher Side Gig by Coach Collins. And subscribe, like, review all of them. Five-star reviews would be nice. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network.